said I want to start a garden. You said, sounds good to me, but first we need something to grow. So we went down to the nursery and picked up some seeds, broccoli, squash, and a for help yeah can't do it alone yeah oh interesting i didn't even i didn't even think about that part of it isn't it interesting that you discover and i discover in our own creative process when it runs through someone else's consciousness things that we did not see ourselves yeah I love that as part of the creative collaboration and, and what we're doing. So what was the inspiration for, for this? Talk about it. Well, I, um, the short story is my wife and I were laying in bed, about ready to fall asleep, and she was like, Rigel, I was, I was out in the garden today, and... I was pulling weeds, and she enjoys pulling weeds. This is, like, kind of therapy yeah. for her. Um, and she, and we are very different. Our personalities are, like, very, very different. Absolutely. I With Melissa yeah. and me, too. Yeah. And she was like, I think I'm just a weeder, and you're a waterer. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and the there's a longer story, but I happened to come across the same metaphor, almost exactly the same metaphor earlier that day mm -hmm. in my own like um, learning, and uh, and I was like, I think I need to write a song about this. And wonderful. So I just told the story of planting a garden but the garden needs weeds weeders it needs someone yep. to weed it it needs someone to water it absolutely absolutely uh, um, 
And then this most recent section, so the, the part I was reading off my phone was what I worked on yesterday, um, what the verses and the chorus, I'll do the watering and you pull the weeds. Um, and I wasn't really sure where to take the song. And I don't know if what I've done today is gonna work because it's very, what they call in songwriting, on the nose. Mm -hmm. It's very like, it's just straight to the point. You're not like using metaphors, you're just like, <laughs> bam. Yep. And um, we'll, we'll see if, uh, if this part stays. Yep. Um, but this is basically the, the thought process behind it. Like, let's not mess around with who we are. If we ever want to be free, I'm going to take a chance and look inside and tell you what I see. I love that. And what, what you and I were talking about on another show, and we were talking about, about the avoidance of cliché. Mm -hmm. and of how you were abhorrent. You said, oh my God, the one thing I want to do is to avoid cliche. I want to make sure I've got something else going on, but not cliche. Yeah. And I asked you about that and you said, well, what if I dug into cliche? Mm -hmm. What if I actually explored cliche? I out cliche cliche. Yeah. <laughs> and what would that look like? And that that is what I love about this song. I mean, it has a... And I love the, the, the rhythms and the kind of, it's, would you say bluesy, folksy? What, what it's, is that? It's, I, would, uh, I would put it in the folk Americana category. Yeah. Folk bluesy Americana. Yeah. I mean, anything about gardens is going to have to have some folk. Yeah. You know. But it has some, yeah. it has some, uh, and I don't know what the, it, it has some, yeah. It's, it's kind of a bouncy. It's bouncy. There's there's also some some New Orleans um, rhythms in there too. Yeah. So. Do you when you write do, does it, does the music does it? Because I don't understand how to write music. I don't understand how how it happens. So do you? Could you talk about your creative process and talk about how? I mean, do do you do you tinkle and nickel and and then mm. suddenly it, it it then then you hear something or does it? Mm. That's a hard question. Um, or is it is a wide variety? I have I have these like built-in um, technically they're like chord progressions, but right. they're kind of like song thoughts. Okay. Um, that uh, just are they're easy? They flow together naturally mm -hmm. and. It's easy to get stuck in a rut of the same song thoughts. Like if I have kind of a folky idea, it's yeah. gonna sound about like this. Like all of my little folky ideas are gonna sound <laughs> just about like this. All my bluesy ideas are gonna sound like my blues thing. If I have like a Latin idea, they're all gonna they're all gonna have the same. So I have like general styles. Yeah. Um, and what I'm learning how to do is. Um, if I want to try and make a song a little bit unique, yeah, not make the whole thing unique, but change mm -hmm. like one or two chords in one place. Okay, so would variations on a theme? So you have a you have a a theme, and then you do yeah, 
variations are you 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 hammer you you have strengths you have areas you like to explore and then you you put a, a spin on that or or a, a variation on a theme example in this particular song is in the chorus where mm -hmm. I'm going I'll do the watering if you pull weeds that's everything that a garden really needs make holes in the ground and jump in the seeds and what I could have done is I'll do the watering if you pull the weeds but what I did instead is we'll make holes in the ground and drop in the seeds Um, this chord, yeah, which is it doesn't really fit in any of the chords that I've been doing so far, yeah, and then it kind of returns to itself after that. So when you grow, when you mm -hmm. find yourself growing as a songwriter and as mm -hmm. a as a lyricist, mm -hmm. do you is it an exploration of let me take a chance to go out of this or and and instead of just staying in this little piece, I mean this comfort zone. So I mean that's where I'm, th I'm thinking about about the about in the creative process how we stay in our comfort zones, stay in the, these places where we've rolled these trails, and then there's a chance to explore outside of them and say, let me try to do something, and especially to do something average, mm -hmm. prosaic, mm -hmm. whatever it is, as as we're trying to learn something else, like you did there. So what I'm hearing you ask is centered around this question of like my comfort zone. Right. And and where am I stepping outside that in my right. process? And so there's like the music side and the writing side of mm -hmm. that. And um, the it's hard. It's that's a hard question to answer exactly for my music side because I feel like um, I actually am I'm trying not to step out too far like mm -hmm. I, I tend to when I step outside my comfort zone take this like giant step and then just like <laughs> fall on my face because I can't I don't have like the skills to actually do a whole song that far outside my comfort zone so what I'm learning to do is to take that small step in one little place where I can just like step out and it's like, oh, that feels different. Like it's a different perspective and like, oh, I'm back, I'm back. Um, and and I, I learned that from my producer, Eddie. He's, he is brilliant. I mean, but he can step way outside the comfort zone and like make it work. I can't do that. Right. So he's he's taught me to, um, or I just watched him like change one little chord, and that changes the whole song. Wow. Um, and then with my writing, um, where I have been stepping outside my comfort zone is, um, and I got I just got this idea from. I don't know if we talked about this in the last session, in the last episode. Right. But um, I'm I'm taking this this course on um, yeah wired for story. Right. And it, we, I think we did talk about it a little bit, um, and asking the question why, like mm -hmm. you know why um, 
why do I want a garden? Why? And like, the, I'll, I'll just tell you what I wrote this morning because I, I I was trying to figure out where I wanted this song to go, mm-hmm. um, and um, it's hard. I get stuck really easy in the first or second verse, mm-hmm. and so I was trying to figure out like what else can I add to this, and so I asked, you know, why do I want to pl- plant a garden? I want to know where my food comes from. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to know where my food comes from? Because I'm not sure about things that I can't see the whole process from beginning to end. Why is that important? I want to know that what I am consuming is real. Why? Because I want to know that I am real and that people are getting a real me instead of a fake or curated me. I don't want to hide who I am. I want to be loved and appreciated and valued for who I am. So it, so mm-hmm. often when I ask why and keep asking, it gets down to this just like real um, like gut feeling of I just want to be loved. Yeah. Seems like, seems right. like that's what it always comes down to for me. But in that process of asking why, it uncovers these... Um, so why do you want to be loved? Oh, gosh. Um... I mean, it feels good. Okay. I like that. Me too. Yeah. It really, really feels good to feel loved. Yeah. Because I ask myself that very, so often because I'm, I am at that at that place of feeling loved, about feeling loved, because there's a difference between being loved and feeling loved. Yeah. Because if if I am looking to be loved, it's outside of myself. But if I'm looking to feel loved, it's inside of myself, and it's irrespective of what is currently going on in the outside but it still gets me to the same place and if I'm going to feel loved then that's a place that I can always go to but if I want to be loved I'm constantly striving outside of myself yeah like to bring it in I'm trying to go out and, and find it I'm going yeah I was just thinking I actually changed feel I changed my be to feel um because, yeah, there's some cognitive di- dissonance for me around that. When mm-hmm. I really think about it, around that word, wanting to be loved, because I am loved, and to want to be loved is to, like, question that. Yeah. Um, and I have access to my own feelings. I have, that's within my body whether or not someone else loves me or not is not something I have access to. No. So, that's good. That's a good kind of word. <clears throat> it's an, it, it's important for me because I will find myself, when I am chasing approval mm-hmm. or I'm chasing love, what I'm actually chasing is something that only I can give myself permission 
to experience. Mm. I cannot get it because anytime I get it from the outside, when I'm chasing it, no matter what, it's like it's like icing. The difference between, all right, let's say that, 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 that love is the cake and wanting to be loved is the icing. And, and I get this high, this, this sugar high from love, but it doesn't last. It's always, and then, and then I got that hunger again. I want some more, I want some more. I want constantly doing that. But when I can feel and experience loved and feel loved yeah now i'm getting to the nutritious part now i'm getting to the alignment part it's like an inner feedback loop thank you instead of this like Th thank you outer, an external yeah, external it's just a difference yeah. precisely yeah, it just like spins spins yeah and i love it i've been been reading a book on garden on um on plant intelligence Mm, and I'll yeah. show you that, that, that plants and, it, and the thing is is that because they are, are, are very 99.7% of all life on this planet are plants mm -hmm. only like the tiniest percentage are animals but yet we don't see it that way we look at plants and completely but yet we cannot exist without them, but they could exist without us. Mm -hmm. I mean, within if, if we disappeared and all animals disappeared, within... You, you mean they don't need uh, carbon dioxide from our automotive emissions? They don't need none of that. None of that. And, and that is the whole... And so what is plant intelligence? What is this intelligence? And how does this collective swarm intelligence how does it work even though we might not recognize it mm -hmm. it's so, so i'm i'm reading and it's just opening my mind and moment by moment and then i come to the yeah and i, I think that's for me having a garden makes me feel connected to that whole process yeah feel connected there it is there it is that's where we exactly and just being able to get that Get that process. So, so on here in in July on the let's see, it's the twelfth. Where are you in the hundred days of songwriting this edition? I believe today is day forty-two. Wonderful. Are you noticing things? Do you notice things during this process? Uh, because you said you get you get this great momentum at the. Uh, for the is it like a marathon where where you know you you you're real strong in the beginning and then you then you get into the middles where you you, you have and then the doldrums and then get to the wall does it work that way how does it work in the hundred days yeah I mean they've been different for me each time um, but there is the things that are the same is like I usually have a lot of energy in the beginning mm -hmm. and then I get to this point where I'm like Ah, yeah. I'm feeling 100 days. Yep. And that's usually around like day 25 to 30. Mm -hmm. um, and in the past, that's when I've um, really trickled off. Like, yeah. like my daily work has slipped. Um, 
but I feel like, um, you know, and I've had other like life circumstances that were just taking priority. Yeah. So it was hard um, to have that but, space. But all right, I I, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not challenging you here, mm-hmm. but I want to say is that life can always intervene. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That is life is independent of this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, certainly, that's the way it's been for me. Is because I I can, I can say, I can make that as my and say, well, you know, I'm so busy. I have all this, and I have all. But that's in. But every. I found that that's not really, the, that, that's not really, where it is. It's. It's the continuing to lay down one note after another, one word after another, one getting back into what... Because you're a stronger songwriter and storyteller Mm -hmm. than you were the last time you went through this hundred days. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I think that what you're saying is true, and I, I probably don't give myself enough credit for the last hundred days. I was going through when I was um, falling off the wagon or slipping or whatever. Yep. Like I feel like it's like the 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 actual songwriting, mm-hmm. um, the words and the sounds that manifest in the physical reality. Yeah, is like this tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and. Um, like this is where it was on my first 100 days of songwriting. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it was here mm-hmm. on the second time. Yeah. And I feel like it's more like here on the third time. Yep. Um, but what's below the surface is I'm thinking about it. I'm dealing with the feelings of inadequacy or guilt yep. or all this stuff. But like, it's right below the surface. Yep. But isn't inadequacy and guilt, aren't those in fabulous subjects? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's how human of us, right? Yeah. To deal with an inadequacy and guilt, it's what we... We all have to move along and spend our time in our days in this experience. Because we're always... Certainly, I found that I am is that I have an opportunity to show up as less than mm. over and over and over, and showing up as less than it's not it's not a question of of not having enough. Is that I'm actually showing up like I'm I'm cutting the flow off so that I have l- less you, to bring. Can you explain? less than just I'm that can mean like a few different things and I don't totally sure in this and in this place I'm thinking about like a like a let's say a water faucet Uh, yeah so I'm showing up with the water faucet at about half Uh when all I have to do is to I don't have to change the water pressure I don't have to change the it's waiting there for me Mm -hmm. all I'm doing is opening it up to full Mm -hmm. am I willing to step up fully and be as present yeah. as I can. And I know this, I know this because when I am into self-judgment, mm-hmm. self-criticism. Ooh, that is 25 minutes already. Wow. 
that's when, thank you, that's when I find that I have metered back that, that flow. And so I just don't have the throughput. Yeah. There's something about uh, my willingness to treat myself as kindly as I'm willing to treat you. If I'm willing to do that, suddenly that throughput opens up and then all these creative ideas that were waiting there mm-hmm. fall into place. Yeah, I think that I've... Um, this could be a whole other conversation. And will be, and will be. <laughs> but but um, I think that this idea of being gentle on myself, like I've always just thought, I'm gentle on myself all the time. Mm-hmm. It's other people that I judge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's that great. I, I uh, am realizing that, that that feedback loop, it comes back in. It, it trickles, has the old trickle down yep. effect. It, it, to me, it's a process of projection. Yeah. Is that I will project my internal reality on the world. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if I find that if people are, if I am out there and all I see are judgmental people who are angry, who are upset, well, there's something inside of me that is calling, begging for attention. Yeah. It's begging for attention. Because this is my this is my dash my dash panel the the, the world that I see, that I see is my instrument panel, yeah. so that if I'm seeing kindness and collaboration, I see that I'm much more in my center in my zone. If I'm seeing discord and and jam and something needs attention, go it inside and get. Give that attention because it can, and it'll give me, and it doesn't matter if I, because I will see exactly the same thing. I'll see exactly the same thing on television, or I'll see the exact thing, but I'll react totally differently. Haven't you done that on, on, on the road, on the highway? Somebody will cut you off, and you'll just, all right, yeah, hang in there, guy. I know you got some place, or gal, you got some place. Same thing happens. Somebody starts saying, Yep. had nothing to do with them. It was all about what was my internal... The daily opportunity. Daily right opportunity. There. Well, play us out of here. Okay. Thanks for joining us, everybody.